Hello and welcome to Our Last Mill. This is the podcast where we talk about grief, loss, and food. I'm your host, Andrew, and today we're not talking about grief or loss. Uh, this is one of our minisodes, uh, minisode number two, actually. Um, first thing I'll say is sorry for the delay. I wanted to get this out on Wednesday the 13th, uh, but had some stuff going on outside of the podcast, which made that a little bit hard. So it is a day late. I mentioned last time that I'm trying to be better about uh, getting on a cadence with this. Um, so what I'm looking at right now is every other week having a mini-sode and then the other weeks having a full episode. Speaking of full episodes, uh, next week, a good friend of mine who I've known for well over a decade now, uh, Ty, host of the Whiskey Lodium podcast with a his co-host, uh, he'll be coming and talking to me about his own, uh, his own uh, loss, grief, and food. Um, really looking forward to that episode coming out next week. Uh, it was a really good chance for Ty and I to get to reconnect. It's been a while since we've spoken. Um, and just having a chance to talk with him and just have a really in-depth conversation, it was just awesome. Um, Ty's, and this I think this will come through really clearly next week. You know, Ty's a, he's a funny guy. He is a very kind-hearted person. Um, but it's just he, he did such a good job of being vulnerable and open. And um, it was just, it was great. It was a it was a really really fun experience and just uh, just having a chance to talk with them and getting to drink a little bit of bourbon too. Um, but I don't want to get ahead of myself with that. Some other things I'll throw out. Uh, I was on recently on an episode of Culinary Convo podcast. Uh, if you're not following Culinary Convo and Devin and the stuff he's doing, please go check it out. He was on a few episodes ago, and he does so much work and research into his podcast where he talks about um, the, the foods of different states across the, the United States, food from different parts of the world, food from places in time. Um, just such a fun podcast. We had a chance to talk about Colorado. Oh boy, their food scene is something else. Uh, Devin and I spoke about um, spaghetti pie, which is, I'll just go ahead and say it's exactly what it sounds like in the worst possible way, but also kind of the best possible way. Um, we talked about burgers called sloppers, which if you've never heard of it or seen one, I, I don't know that I could give it away exactly what it is, but um, it looks tasty. Um, and then also a sandwich that was a some bastardization of peanut butter, jelly, and bacon and something I really would like to try at some point. So uh, definitely, um, if you're not following Culinary Convo, um, Culinary Convo on Instagram, uh, go check them out. They're streaming wherever you listen to podcasts. They are just doing a fantastic job over there, and I, I really enjoy it. And I'll actually be recording it with him again soon. Um, so that, that's a lot of fun. Um, what I want to do, though, before I jump into anything else and talk about memorable meals for this week, I am going to take a quick ad break. So I'm going to kick it over to an ad and then come right back. Fascinating people, fascinating places. The weekly podcast available on all major platforms. I definitely knew I was going to be an astronaut. That coronavirus is a work of God. There's a huge conspiracy at work. There were a number of spies. It straddles fantasy and reality. It ain't so funny once the rabbit got the gun. Uh, You're not a Christian. You're a liar. Okay, welcome back from the ad. 
So next thing I want to talk about is memorable meals. I mentioned on Minnesota One that I wanted to take some time to talk about memorable meals every Minnesota. And, and I think part of it for me is that um, I do tie a lot of memory to food. And I also, I think about fun days that I get to have, you know, predominantly with my family. And a lot of the times it, it does kind of center around food or it may not center around food, but there's always some meal that really stands out to me. Even if it's nothing crazy, you know, it doesn't have to be a high-end restaurant. It doesn't have to be, you know, some really over-the-top, you know, dining experience. Sometimes it's just good food with the people I care about the most. So that's where this idea for this, this the memorable meals came from. And another thing, too, is I, I want to be able to go back and, you know, in a year and two years and listen to a mini so and remember that time that, you know, I had you know, the skirt steak and, you know, with my, with my family, whenever I had the baleadas and the, the pupusas and just have kind of a, a, a record of that. So I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I kind of spoiled it. Um, the two foods I'll be talking about today, the two meals um, are baleadas and pupusas. And I'm just going to say up top, my pronunciation is going to be terrible and I apologize. I do not mean to offend. I just, <laughs> I'm not very good at pronouncing uh, words in Spanish. I am constantly trying to get better. Um, so please don't hold it against me too much. Um, and don't let it take away from the fact that this these are incredible foods that I'm going to be talking about. Um, so the first one is, uh, it's called a baleada. I was introduced to these by my wife and by her family. Um, recently, my mother-in-law came and stayed a few days with us, which was great because we just got to spend time with her and hang out with her. Um, I'm not one of these people that can't stand their mother-in-law. I actually really like my mother-in-law and I consider her my second mom. And, you know, I, I love, I love that she gets to come spend time with us. I love getting to her, getting a chance for her to hang out with her daughter. And I love to getting to eat the food she cooks. She is just an incredible cook. Um, I, I just, I love everything she makes. Um, we, you know, I'll throw this out there. This isn't one of the meals I was planning to talk about, but it is something I need to, I need to pitch. Uh, chilaquiles is one of my favorite breakfast items. Um, and I don't mean favorite breakfast items that she makes. I mean, favorite breakfast items, period. Chilaquiles, it's, uh, tortillas with cheese and salsa. And it's just incredible and eggs. And it's just, it, it's just something you need to look it up. I'll, uh, I'll try to find uh, something to link into the uh, show notes here. But if you've never had chilaquiles, please do yourself a favor. Go try them. The first uh, the first meal I do want to talk about, though, that I did plan for, the baleada. Baleada is a Honduran dish. So my my father-in-law is from Honduras. And so as you know, with him being from Honduras, I've gotten to try a lot of Honduran food, which is amazing. And the baleada is probably one of the most quintessential Honduran foods there is. So I'm just going to give you an, an explanation of what a baleada is. And this is from uh, onehappyhousewife.com. So I'll link that up in the show notes as well. But it's a website. Uh, it is a blog where she talks about different foods. And she's actually from Honduras. And she goes into, uh, you know, what the, you know, what it is, um, you know, how to make them. So I'll link that up, but definitely go check it out. So baleada, it consists of a thick and fluffy flour tortilla stuffed with refried red beans, Honduran cream called a mantequilla rala, and crumbled cheese. It's the simplest version of the dish, and in Honduras, it's referred to as a baleada sencilla. Again, I apologize. I know that pronunciation is terrible. Um, at local Honduran restaurants, you can also order baleadas especiales, which contain everything that I just mentioned, plus scrambled eggs. 
Now, in addition uh, more to uh, more history of the Baleada, like I said, it does give you an easy-to-follow recipe that you can do at home. I would encourage you, please, go and try it. Uh, the ingredients, they, they shouldn't be too hard to find, and it's just it's just such a good food. So I would encourage you, please go check it out. I remember my first time actually trying it uh, was with my in-laws. We were in Miami on vacation, and quick aside, we're actually going to be going to Miami again in the month of August. And I'm excited because Miami means Cuban food. I love Cuban food. Cuban food, if you've never tried it, Cuban food is one of the best cuisines I've ever eaten. Um, it's just incredible. Um, I will have a lot of updates while we're, while we're in Miami and food from Miami, but I'm really excited about that. But my first time trying a baleada was in Miami at a Paseo Universitario inside the Mall of the Americas. Um my, uh, my in-laws actually used to live in Miami, so they knew this place. They took me there. I remember trying this and them just being, uh, you know, curious as to how I would react. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, a guy from North Carolina who'd never tried it before, they just weren't sure how I was going to respond to it, but I loved it. I, um, it, was, it was just incredible. Um, so, yeah, so the Baleada, go check out the recipe. I'll post it in the show notes. Um, either... Either try to make it or go find some. Next thing I want to talk about, and as much as I love the baleada, as much as I spoke about how great it is, I would say this is even better. It's the pupusa. <sighs> I need a minute. The pupusa is a thing of beauty. Pupusa is a, is a Salvadorian dish. Um, and so from SalvadorianRecipes.com, it's explained as pupusas are a traditional Salvadorian dish made of a thick, handmade corn tortilla made using masa de maize that is usually filled with a blend of the following cheese cooked pork meat ground to a paste consistency and refried beans the two most common pupusas are the pupusa de queso which is cheese and more popular pupusa revuelta with mixed ingredients of cheese beans and chicharron pupusas are typically served with crotito which is a lightly fermented cabbage slaw with red chilies and vinegar and a watery tomato salsa I don't know that I can adequately explain to you how good these dishes are. Pupusas, um, it's, it really is a simple thing, but it's such a good thing. Um, this past weekend, uh, this past Saturday, my wife and daughter and I, you know, we were at home and I was getting ready to make lunch, talking to my wife. She hadn't been feeling well and she was finally starting to get her appetite back. And she just mentioned in passing that she kind of wanted pupusas, so the dutiful husband I am... I look online, where can we find some nearest? And we found a place about 20 minutes away that specialized in pupusas. Um, I'd seen them once before online, never tried them though. Absolutely wild how good they are. Um, just and I'll, and I'll thank too. It's it's a hole in the wall place in a strip mall, and it's. I, I really do feel like there is a a link between the you know how unassuming a place is and how good the food is because to look at it it just looks like a just another place in a strip mall but the food is incredible and so um we had the cheese we had the pork and they they were great um the salsa that comes with it that slaw um that fermented cabbage slaw is just great because it's a little bit spicy a little bit tangy and it just mixes so well with it um you know every bite is just full of flavor and just just wonderful um I actually, so the first time I ever tried a pupusa was uh, from a local flea market. Um, there's a place, they, they sell food there in the flea market. They have a really, really well-stocked kitchen, and they have a lot of options. 
and they're 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 great. Um, again, it's a, it's a simple food. It's it's nothing over the top, but it's just really well done. And actually, I think that's what I like about both the pupusas and the baleadas. It, it kind of goes with the theme I like of some of my favorite foods of all time. You know, things like like a hot dog, things like pizza. You know, it's it's just proof that something really simple when it's done really well is incredible. And please don't think that I'm saying that these are all the same thing. They are not. But they do follow that same thought process of you take something simple, you do it well, it speaks for itself. What I'll say, I'm going to strongly encourage everyone, uh, go to the closest Honduran, Salvadorian, or Central American restaurant to you and try these dishes. Um, if you've never tried them before, get out there and try them. If you tried them before and you weren't sure about it, try it again. Maybe the maybe what you got wasn't the right version of it, but try it. Um, I also say, ask for recommendations. If you go to one of these restaurants and you don't know what to try, ask them what they like. What would they recommend? It's always great to get out of your comfort zone and just try new food. So with this, I would say, uh, if you have a chance, send in your favorite memorable meals. Um, I'd love to hear from listeners like, you know, what was the most recent memorable meal you had or what was just a memorable meal you had with a family member or something that just really spoke to you? If you do want to send that, you can send an email to ourlastmealpod at gmail.com. You can also go on Instagram and Twitter at ourlastmealpod and you can send it there. Uh, and if you just want to visit the website, go to ourlastmeal.com. Uh, when you go there, you can actually click on share your story if you're interested in being a guest. If you want to come on the show and talk about a loved one and loss, grief, and how this all tied to your relationship with them and how you know food played a part of that, I'd love to talk with you and give you a chance to just honor that that relationship and that person by just having a conversation and talking about them. So again, that's ourlastmeal.com, ourlastmealpod at gmail.com, and then ourlastmealpod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, lastly, um, I hate to do this, but you know, if you have a chance, um, follow the show. If you like what you're hearing, if you're interested to hear more, follow it. Um, if you could also rate it, that also helps. You know, uh, I'd love to hear five stars, but I'd also like to hear feedback. If you like something, let me know. If you don't like something, let me know that too. Um, and also too, just let people know about the show. If you're hearing something you, you like, um, I'd love for you to share, share it with someone. Tell them, hey, this is something I listened to that I enjoyed. This has been a passion project for me and something that has been very cathartic. And I really, I love giving people a chance to talk about loved ones. I love getting, getting a chance to talk with people on a deeper level when it comes to loss than just giving condolences and actually giving them a chance to share about a person that meant something to them. So that's really my goal with this, is to just give people a voice when it comes to something like that. So if you're interested, reach out. Um, but either way, I hope you'll keep listening. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to listen to me today. And until next time, please go share a meal with someone you care about.